everyone, and welcome to The Right Perspective. Today, we are going to recap and review The Music Man, a 1962 American musical film directed and produced by Morton DaCosta based on Meredith Wilson's 1957 Broadway musical of the same name. The movie stars Robert Preston, Shirley Jones, Buddy Hackett, Hermione Gingold, Ron Howard, and Paul Ford. This movie was nominated for five Academy Awards and won one for Best Musical Score, and it was nominated for five Golden Globes, winning one for Best Motion Picture Musical. The movie, which had an estimated budget of $4.2 million, made almost $15 million. It was also the first film to ever sell for a million dollars to television. For some, these accolades would be enough to consider this movie a classic. But today, we will determine whether it is a classic from the right perspective. We'll do a recap, discuss the movie, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But we have to start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, my name is Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janiah Wright. I'm the middle. Hi, I'm Brittany Wright, and I am the youngest. And y'all... <laughs> This is really a flashback to our childhood because our mom really loved Music Man, right? This Did any of y'all tell her did. that we were doing this recording this week? No, no. she'll be very happy. She'll it's very crazy because I feel like when I was watching it, I was like, oh, we must have been super young when we were watching this. I was like, I don't remember Yo, any of this. But <laughs> it's crazy because I remember watching it all the time. Me too! But, but like, None of the plot points, except like the end parts. You know, like like I remember Shabupi. Yeah. When he first sang seventy six trombones. Yes. And I remember the end where they started changing, but like really the whole plot of the movie, I didn't remember it. Yeah, but I remember watching it all the time. Me too. Listen, I didn't know that those certain things were from the movie. Like I knew Shabupi when he started singing, and I was like, "Oh, that's from this." And then when she (laughs) said "E Gods," I was like, "Oh, that's from this." Yeah, yeah. I remember the little boy having a lisp. I was like, "But I don't remember this stuff being associated with this." Yeah, yeah. And it was very little of it that came back. Like I, there were parts that came back, like. One Grecian urn. <laughs> I remember. I can the remember part. us laughing. At that. Yes, the part <laughs> I remembered that Kate, that I just remembered and was looking forward to seeing was Ron Howard going the Wells Fargo wagon. <laughs> like I, I was looking forward to him doing that. It when it happened, it was so satisfying. I was, I was, I was when he first when he first said. Uh, Gary, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's something mixed up because I thought, I was like, I thought Ron Howard said that. And then later it goes back and then Ron Howard sings it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what that's. Again, when it started happening, I was like, Gary, Indiana's from this what? So you I said, why don't I remember all this stuff in the, but in the but not in the music band, right? <laughs> so sis, what did you remember and know it was the music man? Any of it? I think that, that I knew that little boy was gonna have a list. Okay. Like that was it. Okay. But like everything else, I was watching it and I was just like, 
why can't I remember anything that's happening? It was like watching it for the first time, but it also being familiar to the point where there was sometimes I wasn't really paying attention. And I was like, I know what's happening. Yeah, I get the gist. And so I was like, I'm not scared. Brittany, Brittany you know the concept of this podcast is moving. Watching the content. Hmm. Say that again. <laughs> so that's what we do. We watch the content. Uh, don't don't let, let you know what viewers. Let me tell you what Janaya thinks watching content is. Janaya thinks what? Brock Aubrey is probably the only one that watches it. <laughs> Janaya thinks watching content is doing your nails, taking a shower, washing clothes. <laughs> Cooking, <laughs> writing a manifesto while, you, a manifesto. Are, <laughs> well, while you are watching a movie that's not watching it. Brittany, the only thing that just is a little problematic with your story uh-huh. is that yeah, I you have to use your five dollar words with is me. that I have yeah. copious notes copious. at the end. She does of every have copious movie. notes. Oh, and they're and they're all in our shared drive, which neither of you ever access. Okay, but all of the notes no one are knows there. how to get to that drive. No one <laughs> oh, knows how oh, to Oh, you've get got to the link. No one knows. Oh, you've the got link. the link. No one knows where it is. All she I know is say it because our sister likes to control us. But she <laughs> pretends like there's a file. You guys don't look in the file when really there is none. And she's like, Well, you missed it. It was in the file, but really she just never wanted us to have it. <laughs> We're, we're, we are way off track. We're yeah. so off track. I mean, we're, we're, oh, like, we're on the oh, track and... if you ask me. <laughs> we're right on that train with those salesmen. <laughs> okay. Right. Nice try. Nice try. Nice attempted segue. Okay. We, 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 say, we actually sing that part of that song in chorus. The, um, the uh, what in the beginning? Oh, when they're doing give, all the give us, give us a skosh of it. No. Give us a skosh of no, it, no, bro. No, no, Just no, a skosh. No, 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 no. no. It was a deep dark. Because is so small. That's just a little mouth. Coco. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, did, it, was, it was one of those things that came back to me when I was watching it. Because I remember yeah. the rest. It was like what part was of it? a, it was part of a medley of like some other stuff. I forgot I was even in course. <laughs> yes, wait, was it in it was high school? Because shout out to Mr. No, 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 it was middle school. No, okay, it was middle school. Wait, who was our middle school? I feel like I feel like I performed Good Night, My Someone when I used to sing um, classical voice. I feel like I performed Good Night, My Someone because I knew that, that song. Been a good one. Yeah, I knew that it really well one. for some reason. And we okay, let's get we are back. We are back. And- We're back. Back on track. That's yes, we are. And it's time to pick a voting symbol. Okay. And this will be the voting symbol that we will use at the end of this episode to determine whether this movie is a classic. And um, I have one voting symbol to recommend for consideration. And it is the conductor's wand. Why? Because the conductor's wand it ensures that everyone is on the same page. Right. And it just makes sure everybody is moving together. And guess what? That's exactly what Professor Harold Hill did, but he did it as a manipulative tactic. Okay. There he was just conducting the whole town to just do exactly what he wanted them to do. And the people just fell in line. She's right. Okay. 
All right. I hate it. Listen, I hate it when she got it from those copious notes. The notes pay off. Because when she's right, we're just feeding the beast. <laughs> and even, even her reasoning is pretty reasonable. Yes. <laughs> well, he, I, did have, he was conducting the town. Yes. And I have two more bullets of rationale, but maybe I should stop while I'm ahead. Oh, yeah, no, don't, I, don't need them. Them. I need them. <laughs> I need both bullets. Okay. The other, don't, two, don't the nope. other two, the other two is that, so first of all, we know that when we see him in his quiet time, there's one point where he's at the footbridge and we see him, he's alone in his quiet time. And we start to realize that he really would like to conduct a band. He has a moment of fantasizing for himself that he is a band conductor. So what we're, what we're starting to understand is this huge manipulation at some root, it's something that he actually wish was, wishes was true. And then the last bullet is that, you know, because, you know, we get a sense that this is something that actually at its core is a desire of his, as he's again, using his wand, manipulating everybody, he's actually conning himself out of the life he actually wants. And that's what this movie is about. It's about that, 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 that arc of deception and then coming to terms with, with what is real. And so I propose a conductor wand. Mm. That was good. That was that was good. That was good. I can't. I I badly want (laughs) to be able to laugh as I normally do at your (laughs) over analytics as it relates to, but I feel like every point you made. Yes, it was season three. Season three. Yes. Uh-oh. So good. I'm on board. I'm on with the one. I, I was going to say the um the thing, the uh the thing that they the baton, it's not a baton. The, whatever the one, I think it's still a baton, the one that they lead with. The um, oh, the, oh, the big thick one. Yeah. 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 I think it's still a baton. It's probably okay, still called I, a baton, I think. Yeah, I think it's yeah. still a baton, but but Oh, I hope it's called a baton, y'all, because all three of us went to HBCUs, honey, and that would just not be a good thing. Well, whatever, <laughs> whatever it's called is, is not what we call it. I, that I do know. We probably got another name for it. Like uh, the hot stick. The stepping stick. We probably call it the stepping stick. What? What? It's like the guy who's at the front of the margin band. He's like, he's so like getting it. So he's he's holding the stepping stick. No. Okay, it is called a baton. (laughs) Okay. It is called a baton. I was so concerned. Please, are you down? Are you down with this idea of our for this for our voting symbol? I mean, if you like good ideas, sure. Cause I was like ten of them. I had a whole like I was so many stored up. Clearly, she had none. But it's oh. books. All right, a right. band. Right. Let's this is a let's get on. Problem. What's the next? The point? mayor. Yeah. Next what's, what's, point. A pocket the, watch. The it's such point. an ongoing issue. <laughs> it's an ongoing issue that is not resolving itself. A train. Um, the next part is a recap. We do a recap for our new v- viewers and listeners. We do a recap at the top of our podcast because our content, like today's content, is generally quite old. Okay. And people, you know, sometimes they don't remember all the details the and they need to refresh. Or sometimes. <laughs> 
<laughs> or sometimes that I'm a middle child. I'm used to persevering through shenanigans. So, <laughs> I'm used to overcoming people trying to like, you know, yeah. thwart, you know, my trajectory. So the other reason we do recap <laughs> is that sometimes people happen to see the content, but they just want to enjoy the podcast. And so let's hop in with a recap of The Music Man. So The Music Man, it is set in 1912 in River City, Iowa. A con man going by the name of Professor Harold Hill, played by Robert Preston, comes to town with one goal in mind, to trick the townspeople into paying him to start a boys marching band. His plan was to sell them instruments and uniforms and then leave town immediately before even teaching the children how to play the instruments because he doesn't know how to play the instruments. Okay, and this plan might seem far-fetched, but he knew it could work because he had successfully run the ploy in several other cities. His experience had also taught him that in order to be successful, he would need to do two things. Number one, he would get need to get the town to believe that they needed a band. And number two, he would need to befriend and manipulate any local music teachers so they wouldn't expose him. How would he get the town to believe that they need a band by creating an irrational fear that the boys have too much idle time. A new pool table had just been delivered to town <laughs> and Harold good. Hill convinces the town that playing pool is the gateway to all evil, including <laughs> ragtime music. <laughs> he tells them, you've got trouble with a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. <laughs> <laughs> And he tells them that if they don't find something constructive for the boys to do, like be in a marching band, they will play pool and all will be lost. <laughs> and for the most part, the town is falling for it, hook, line, and sinker. The mayor, Mayor George Shin, played by Paul Ford, and the school board, played by the singing group, the Buffalo Bills, are skeptical. And they keep asking Harold Harold Hill for evidence of his credentials, which of course he never provides because they don't exist. <laughs> he just keeps manipulating and distracting them. And there's another skeptic in town, just as Harold predicted in the form of the local piano teacher and librarian, Marion Peru, played by Shirley Jones. She is also the local <laughs> spinster because she's in her late twenties and isn't married yet. <laughs> <laughs> Marion does some research and finds evidence that Professor Harold Hill isn't who he says he is. Harold has been working overtime to get on her good side, flirting with her and schmoozing her family up, which of course just makes him seem all the more suspicious to her. But just as she is about to expose him, she starts to realize how much joy and excitement he's brought to the town. Even if the band will never materialize, the town has really enjoyed the process of preparing for the band. The kids in particular are super excited to be a part of the band, including Marion's little brother, Winthrop, played by Ron Howard, who has been antisocial for the last two years since their father died. Even little Winthrop is excited and coming out of his shell. Instead of turning Harold in, Marion decides to let his con play out, figuring it would do more good than bad. She even decides to let herself fall in love with him, fully knowing he is being inauthentic and that she doesn't even know his real name. Just as the con is wrapping up and Harold Hill has collected all the money and is about to leave town, Marion lets him know 
that she has known about his lies the entire time, but she's ready to say goodbye because she knows he has to leave town quickly to get away with the scam. And Harold is so touched by this, he falls in love with her and now he doesn't want to leave town. Unfortunately, his revelation comes at the same time that another traveling salesman, an honest traveling salesman, has come to town to tell the truth about Professor Harold Hill. And he brought evidence. Harold's shenanigans is wrecking sales for all of the honest traveling salesmen. The town is very angry at first and they have Harold Hill arrested. But then when they see their kids all dressed in their little band uniforms and trying to play the instruments, even with no actual training whatsoever, they're so overcome with emotion and in their imagination, seeing the possibilities about the band that they decide to let Professor Harold Hill off the hook. And you don't see it, but it's safe to assume that he stays in the town and he and Marion live happily ever after. The end. All right. Very good. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, this. oh boy. Okay, so I, 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 let me tell you, I don't know what I'm all voting. Okay. <laughs> there were this movie was quite a journey for me. <laughs> Honestly, of the three of us, I'm probably the least sensitive to things that were, you know, for the time <laughs> a little <laughs> questionable. <laughs> Cause I'll I always calculate the time in there. I feel like, but like this movie had some moments where I felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to immediately. I want no. Immediately. I'm just curious because, okay, there's a part in the movie where this is a white town, which I'm fine with. Totally. In in middle America. And I think that we need to be very specific about that. This is in the state of Iowa. You're in middle America. I thought it was Illinois. Iowa. 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 They were in Iowa. Or mm-hmm. I, I, what did they say? Iowa. Iowa. Okay. I, I, that but, song. They, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's Iowa. And, and I can, I can accept all of that. You know, like that doesn't even raise something for me. But they did a skit at a school. Wasn't it a school function or something? It was. And it was, and I heard them say something about this basically Native American skit that was coming up. Yeah, it was a fourth, it was a fourth of July event that was being held in the high school because the weather was sketchy. Oh and I heard them say something about it. I was like, I I must have heard that wrong. (laughs) And then it was a straight up skit. And I'm like, this is like I rewinded it because I was like, were they trying to sat, satirize something here? Because it felt like even for the time, it was like the most bad. I, bad. I paused, looked at the captions to make sure that I wrote this down exactly for it. Okay. Okay. This was the name of the skit. Watan Ye Girls of the local wigwam of the Hiawatha. And then white women of all ages 
came out onto the stage dressed in like stereotypical indigenous people of this country costume. And it was just like, even the music was like the stereotypical the music. And they kept, they were using the word Indian. And yeah. I'm just like, and you know, in the town, when, when Harold Hill first got to the town, they had outside of one of the cigar shops, one of the big wooden cigars. Indi- yeah. 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 And, I, and I was just like, yeah. And you know, that would have been, for example, something that you, you when I saw it, I'd have been like, but I, you know, at that point, I was like, I'm still going to, obviously, we're going to watch this movie. But it was just, I'm telling you, it was just a weird moment. It, I, almost, I was, it, almost, it almost seemed like Welcome it was, to the dark side, brother. It almost seemed like it was shoehorned <laughs> in, though, didn't it? Like it was an unnecessary part. It was yeah, an unnecessary like, part. It, it didn't, didn't even have it didn't even work. It didn't even do work. with the plot. Or no. like, it, it, it's like when you have, let's say you see somebody like a um a stereotypical, like if we're watching a movie from the 1930s, and then you see like a stereotypical black person, like, hey sir, I could buy some shoes, you know, uh China shoes. It's like it's an ugly truth and it's, but it's at least in the plot, it's like, that's probably what would have happened. Yeah. But it's just yes. like, yo, this, this just can't, it, it, like you said, it was just out of nowhere. Then it just went totally. away. And I tried so to Google and I didn't even know how to Google about this because <laughs> I was like, maybe there was some tradition of women's societies, you know, doing this kind of thing. Or, yeah, and I was no. hoping. I and was I was like, because... if, if that existed, then it would have been them shining a light on something that was a problematic. And that's what I was hoping. You know. But when you were, I rewinded up watching, I'm like, no, this was just, I, I don't it know. It was. Well, I mean, it was a tradition. Racism. <laughs> The oldest American the tradition. The oldest American tradition. Well, well, since we're talking about though, I, I this is like a perfect time to talk about like these the the groupings, the community groupings that were in the city. Okay. So you know the one we're talking about in particular, there's like the mayor's wife, and she's the head of like all of like what we would probably call just like the old hens. You know, it's yeah. just all the ladies are like the gossipy ladies of the town. Shout out to Mary Will. But they were trans, like. Yes. like- I love her. Yes. I was so happy. I recognized her too, sis. <laughs> and y'all, she's one of the nuns from Sister Act. Yeah. And yeah. she was there. Love that. Yeah. And so this little crew, I mean, they're like the town gossips, you know, but they're also like, the, you know, they're also the ones that are like doing all the charity work, you know, and they're also the ones that are like the entertainment for the town because they're just like, they consider themselves like dancers. I mean, and like, just so cultured. So they're cultured. cultured. <laughs> and they are with them chicken feathers in their head. Right. So they like, had them dressed like birds. And, and <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, they were that was see, that inter- was a good comment. They were intercutting with pictures the, of chickens. The, the actual the actual chickens while the women were talking and the women were talking pick a little talk a little pick a little talk a little pick a little talk a little and they were gossiping in a song and and looking like chickens and then being intercut with chickens and i'm not trying i don't want to keep i want to go back to this but 
when I saw that, that one was so blatant. Yes. And I'm like, well, maybe they were making they're a- just doing that in this movie. Like, like maybe they're just going over the top. But I which made me think about the uh yes. the skit we were talking about. But I'm like, I just don't know what point, you know. Okay. But- if you say it like that, I could see them making it so to show how out of touch they were with yeah, reality. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Maybe that's that- what I'm hoping. That's what I'm, I'm hoping, hoping because because oh, they we were, think about forgiving. The, well, the no, Greek- no, no. I'm not. I'm <laughs> but not the Grecian to- urn. But the I Grecian know. urn scene. I mean, to me, that they were these. They were making a mockery of this type of women. This type of group of women. <laughs> yeah, the you Grecian know? urn seemed they like lit- it pretty much solidified. <laughs> she was like, "Let's practice again." When they were practicing, and I was just like, "This is ridiculous." No, when she was like, what? Grecian earth and all those books fell off. <laughs> that still got an audible laugh. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was thinking that you probably found some factoid that kind of. And you know what? Maybe I could have searched harder. But I ended up only Googling like racist things in the Music Man movie. Like, but that wasn't the right search. Like it needed to be something like, I don't even know. It's just like these these traditions of mockery. Well, well the, the, and here's the funny thing is that you're like, you're, you made this, uh, you know, our voting symbol and you're going very deep. But the funny thing is there are some deep themes in this movie. Absolutely. Because like that whole, uh, them being that way was spilling over into this feminist, anti-feminist conversation. Woo! Because with within the, you had them who were displaying one way and then you have this woman. And I'm gonna tell y'all, even I was like, dang, like she was like, her mom was talking to her like her time is about to run out and this woman is obviously like 20 something. She was, she was 26. Like, she was 26. But, and her I mother mean, was just like, you know, your your window's up. Time is up. It's like, like gonna choose you. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't even talking like, well, you know, you might want to start thinking of some things. <laughs> I mean, she was talking like, yeah, like you're wrapped up, basically. And like, it was and it was obviously the general sentiment about her because one of her piano students, a little girl. Basically, that little girl <laughs> called her a spinster right to her face. And it's just Listen, like, it I was, looked at that little girl because I thought that she was Dorcas Gale as a little girl. Did you I'm, check to see? I did check. It, it wasn't her. Okay. It would have been, I was like, you've been like this your entire life. Right. Quite sassy. Yeah. Uh, but those movies were made like two years apart. Yeah, Dorcas Gailey <laughs> oh, is a were? character <laughs> from <laughs> Seven Brats with Seven, <laughs> seven Brothers. So now we all know the truth about Britney's math and, and history skills. Yeah, the actress that plays Dorcas Gailey went to go see this in the theater <laughs> as an adult. So, <laughs> well, y'all, I mean, the other like, that like job, even... that lines off. Yeah, it's a little off. Like, like, like <laughs> even, I mean, but it's an interesting thing because even that movie had some conversation built in about feminism, Big right? Time. But, but 
they didn't treat Millie like they were treating. I mean, yeah, they they and, treated Millie like she still had a hope. Yeah, you I mean, know? yeah, it was just it was like you're not choosing a man, but you know, you you should just should just get on it. Whereas but, but, with but, this chick, it was like, well, <laughs> you're like intrinsically <laughs> in the Forever. in the whole, and, and that's why I, I was thinking maybe they're just being over the top and making fun of everything because when you look at the structure of this family, the mom is knocking on 50, right? Like she looks like a middle-aged woman. She has a seven-year-old or six-year-old kid. So, so even the structure of this family, it would make sense for her to be talking the way she did when she obviously you know, had a baby later on in life. You know what right, I'm saying? So, right. so it was just, I was like, when that little boy ran in, she was like, "You're not gonna say hi to your sister." I said, "Say what?" Like, <laughs> I mean, you sure that's not her child? I'm like, I feel like there's a backstory. Like she that was, was my first thought. Nobody that knew. That was my first thought. I was like, I was like, oh, they. I was like, they were there. She had a baby out of wedlock in, in, uh, in the '60s. Like that's the. Hey, bro, I lo- I love though that you, this theme about like the this feminism piece and the way that women were portrayed in in this thing that we started talking about because that that mayor's wife she was really interesting and there was a point at the end of the film i don't know if y'all caught it where yeah. she was grappling with her identity and in her her autonomy as a woman right? right because she as as much as she's like posturing all about town she's always representing her husband's perspectives mm-hmm. and so whenever she was going against as him in any way as they were because and, that's right he was flip-flopping was okay let the right. record show <laughs> but he, because he was being manipulated mm-hmm. you know but she so she was you know really championing his viewpoint throughout the whole thing and then at the end when it came time for the town to vote really democratically to kind of like stand up and be in support of Harold Hill or stay seated and let him, you know, face consequences for all of his lies and manipulations. She stood up and then her husband told her to sit down and she sat right down so fast. But then she thought about it a beat and her friends were encouraging her. And then she did stand up. Yeah. You know, I, the Irish I mean, woman I, 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 told her to I, stand up. Mm-hmm. I feel like it represented the two extreme sides of mm. this conversation. And then it somehow ended up in like a nuanced position somehow. Yes. By like displaying both sides of, you know, the, which was like, I wonder if that was intentional or if it just I feel like it, I feel like, like it that. had to be. I feel like it had to be. Because I will say this was written by a woman. Which I will say that matters. That matters is a lot of the things, like even a lot of the fairy tales that we all think of were written by men. And so the fact that this was written by a woman, and actually I'm making assumptions that the name, that this is a woman's name here. I should not make assumptions that um, it's it's Meredith Wilson. I I don't, I think that's always- I mean, I'll look it up right quick. Yeah, see, because I'm just assuming that's a woman's name. Um. But you, you just never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, but, I, but, I, but I'm but, just saying that. But they, but even even the love story, right? Because the the woman who, by the way, y'all, Shirley Jones, that's the mom from the Partridge family. Did y'all catch that? Mm-mm. I never watched Partridge. Oh. <laughs> Marion Peru. The the woman who played Marion Peru. That ain't no woman. Okay. That's not a woman. Yes. 
Yes. yes. See, we can't walk through life with these assumptions about gender, yes. even when we yes. go back in history. Yeah. That's you know? crazy. But the love story I thought was really interesting for the time sure because normally what would normally happen y'all let's just keep it real what would normally happen is that a woman would be manipulated she would then find out that she was being manipulated but then she would forgive and love would conquer all but in this story she knows she's being manipulated and she makes the choice to be in the moment in the relationship and to take it for what it is and I thought man even nowadays we don't see stories like that even nowadays, the women get tricked and they forgive the man. But, but can I, can I, and this is what was interesting about this. I don't feel like it came down on any one side of this argument in any kind of way or this discussion, I should say. In yeah, it was presenting different pieces. Because, yes, she did make those decisions. But the other part of me is like, but he's actually kind of a really bad, <laughs> you know, like, like, yes, they show this kind of nuanced side of him where it's like, you know, if you dig deep, but at the end of the day, he never really self-actualized at any point in this movie. No. And so, it's so, it's like, yes. Ex except, bro, that he stays there to face the consequences. That's the only thing, you know, because he still could have run away. He there yes. were about at the end of the when the town was literally running around with with torches, looking for him. Listen, when I saw these torches, I said, "Y'all, like, this necessary." Your town is well because y'all seem to have electricity. Everyone they said they were going to tar and feather it. <laughs> I was like, "This is so everyone can aggressive. See. You don't need these torches. This, don't need the torches." But they're they running around tar, with the torches. Tar and feather. Tar and feather. They wanted tar and feather. I was like, I feel like a refund and then sending them on a train would I was be like, really good. You don't got a jail? Yeah, just lock them up. We got the tar and feather. That's it. Well, I'll tell oh you God. this. He had multiple chances to get away, right? I mean, and he just didn't take it. He decided just to stay there and face the music. So, bro, that's the that one, one way that was, where we did that, see a little bit of an arc that, for him emotionally. That was redeeming. That was redeeming, but he made that decision kind of after they talked and 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 like he was more like standing there it wasn't like i didn't get that feeling that he was like i'm gonna it was like he was just sitting there in the awe of the fact that she knew everything and he was just kind of letting it happen whatever and i'm not trying to I mean, I don't want to argue against the guy because he did face the music, but I felt like more than him going to go face it, it was just like, all right, well, I'll let it happen. You know, like, I'll... yeah, because it could, and there's another way to look at it as like another selfish act on his part because it's like, oh, I want this woman now. And I gotta exactly. stay here and see what it takes for me to get her. So there's a, I see what you're saying. Yeah, bro. It's, so it didn't that feel it's, like it's a... not like he had a storyline where he got to like give the money back. <laughs> you know, he didn't say you're. You know, I'm going to pay to have a have someone come to happened. town and actually teach your children the songs. If I he had done that, that, that would have been the real redemption. It was this broke man moving into his girlfriend's mama house after he did not go to jail, <laughs> and her taking him. A broke man, her taking him in. He's he's a he's a good man, but he's not he's broke though. Good. He's so never. 
he's not broke because of all the other places that he's lied about and went and lied to. But these, but then what does she do? She stands up, she goes, but he's a good man. Y'all don't understand him the way I do. Take this. Hey, let me let me break this stick. Go take it and direct the people. That's because right. You, you got you're, this. You're really gonna be able to help these people. And these children sounding a mess. Those children sounded a mess. But she's on the sideline. That is so. That is exactly like if you were to translate it. Yes. That's exactly. And that's what. That's why it feels weird. It's like she's like a feminist icon on on one side. But on the other side, it's like you are also enabling. Like there was no conversation about his, his path to redemption was so quick. Here's the thing, though, bro. And as a woman, you are taught this, that there is going to be some shenanigans about a man that you're just going to have to be like, and here's the stick, boo. Right, right, you right, 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 right. the man. You, you're like, you, you you're know ready. that in your mind. This is ridiculous. Yeah. You You know in your mind, this is the most ridiculous thing. I cannot believe that I am literally about to okay this but because you're like i'm learning that men mature differently when they get into relationship and when they get married and they meet the right woman and you're learning all of this all the time and it's literally programmed in you so when i'm watching her sit there and break the teacher stick to give him to direct this band that's about to sound a mess because none of them know how to play instruments (laughs) i said i get it i get it girl yeah, girl. He's like the last have... single man in the town. The other single people are teenagers and children. Here he is, and you know what? This train. He got kind of a job. You know, he's not all bad. You rationalize after a while, <laughs> and I'm like, girl, I get it. Girl, I break the stick too. I would break the stick. The other storyline. The other storyline that was a little bit about women's liberation. That it, it's one though that didn't finish. I feel like it didn't play out. It didn't. It, they started and finished, and that was with the mayor's daughter, the girl who kept saying, "You guys." <laughs> What's she, her name was Zanita. I said, yes. Where is you this name coming from? Her name <laughs> and she um really was in love with the what the 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 town scallywag, you know. <laughs> and by the way, all you have to do to be a scallywag in this town is set off a firecracker. Yes. <laughs> and make sure that your shirt is not always tucked in. That's right. And all of a sudden, oh, a and that happened at the end of the skit we were talking about. Yes. So yes. I was like, were they trying to like I, make it, a, it had to be a mocking. It yeah, had to be a mocking be, because, I, because just, they did so much mocking. But but in that storyline, you know, he um Harold Hill ends up working with that young man and making him the leader of the band. And he does it because he knows that all the other kids will follow him. He finds out that because he's like the town scallywag, the, the other kids right. will follow his lead. <laughs> and so Harold Hill makes him the head of the band. But what he ends up doing is really giving the band a very constructive leader for the young people. And so this young man, we start to see all of his good attributes come out, but the mayor never, ever gives the green light for him to date the daughter. We only see the mayor not approved yeah. multiple yeah. times. I wanted to see a moment where the mayor was like, well, what, what job, about Danny. what about when he was like, I you know we'd rather be doing it in your Tommy. Front. When Tommy, yes, well, ta- ta- he stood up. The little okay, so his name was 
His but name, you don't, character you don't, was Tommy Dijos. We'd rather be doing this in the front of your back. Oh. And the, the actor is okay. Timmy Everett. Okay. Yeah. And, and actually, I should say the name of Zanita, too, because we were talking about her. Shout out to uh, that actress, Timmy Everett. I looked him up. I, he, you grew up handsome. I just mm. want you to know that. I said, okay, then. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> and the actress who played Zanita Shin, her name is Susan Lucky. That's a great, that's a great stage name. That is a good name. But um, so yeah, bro, that I mean, that's a good point. Like, like Tommy stands up to the mayor and says, Listen, we're dating behind your back because you won't let us date in anger front. <laughs> but the mayor never blesses it. Even though we get to see um Tommy really stepping up, you know. Yeah, that that that's how I felt like that arc ended. I felt like it was more about him stepping up than it was about the the mayor giving permission. Yeah. Okay. You know well, then I like, like that too. Then and you saw the because he, like he was evolving into a man through yeah. the little mm. things that were happening. Okay, Which, so it wasn't about getting the blessing. It was about I, I, him I did, I didn't standing take it that up. Way. Because, no, I, like it. because I like that. The reason why. Yeah. I was like, that's a good conversational masculinity in my mind. Big time. Because I'm like, this movie has a lot of interesting little tidbits and they yeah. don't come down hard on any side. They're just, you know, creating a conversation like we're having right now. Totally. Like, I'm going to tell you, for me, you could one for one transpose how he was, how Harold Hill was acting in terms of politics since the dawn of time the way that he just went in all the people were excited about the pool table and that was kind of good movie line because they showed the pool table coming in before you knew it anything. was going to be relevant yeah that was going to be relevant mm -hmm. but everybody was excited about the pool table coming in but he needed to create a need for the band, just like you were talking about. So he literally just manufactured something. And it was just interesting to watch how the group think just takes all. It was like, here's, you're just saying something that's not based in anything. Anything. And everybody gets on. Well, I will tell you this for me, that was something that I was thinking about when I was watching this we we don't think on our own we think of things that will sound good and will move with the wind with it if it if you just say a couple of things that make sense or to us but really it's just a it's just a manipulation tactic and also we want to be afraid we want to be afraid and like we mm -hmm. we're, there's like we've been socialized to be attracted to conflict and fear you know like that is how the media like the news if it bleeds, it leads, right? It's not if it uplifts humanity, it leads. It's if it's if it's if it's if it's if there's conflict, you know, if it has um some kind of prominent person involved, that's what makes something newsworthy, you yeah. know. And so our whole values around like what is important and what to follow, you know, even the way that we pick politicians, you know, it's like one Listen. little one <laughs> little. Before you get off the word of politician, I just want to say this one thing. And there's this one commercial and one of the people that are running in Pennsylvania, he is a professor. <laughs> and it's so funny to me because the commercial goes, this, he is this, this, and, and they're saying it negatively. 
They're like, it's this, he's this, this, and a professor. And I was like, that's a teacher. <laughs> he's teaching stuff. Like, we don't want that. I, I was, I, every time I hear the commercial, it just makes me laugh. But if I, but it goes to this conversation of who's the one receiving it? Who is the one hearing this information and they're, they're processing it as he's just out here teaching lies. And me, I'm like, but he's like a paid professor at a prominent university. He can't be teaching lies, is he? I don't like, like this is what my mind is doing, but they can. He can. Yeah, totally. That part of human nature, it's, it's good to recognize that all of us are susceptible Every to last one in that way. Every last one. Like, yeah, this is a comedy movie, and we're but just the commentary on all you got to do to get people riled up. He was just walking by people like pool tables are bad, and he was, <laughs> he was just stuck <laughs> down and go to another part. Like, we really need a band, <laughs> you know what right? And, and people are just like, yeah, we need a band. <laughs> mm-hmm. You were just saying the pool table was a good thing. Totally, totally. And and now, and on the on the flip side of that, it shows how the politicians are just beheads to whoever is manipulating them. You and know, and so, again, so, so easily yeah. distracted, so easily manipulated. Easily. The so, last person who's in the room. In just, the movie, in the movie, the school board, they almost have like a like a city council kind of function and that the mayor is constantly referring to them as like his deputies and things like that. And the school board, they are really coming after Professor Harold Hill to get his credentials. And so instead of giving the credentials, he teaches them to sing. <laughs> and he essentially tricks them into becoming like a barbershop quartet. And they're so excited that they sound good that they just every single time they come for him he'll like somehow manipulate them into like using their new hobby of like singing together in 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 harmony and it's one of those things where bro i just love your point it's like another comment on politics you know and groupthink. and then another one y'all was the fact that it was the um the wells fargo wagon coming down the street i was just like yeah see we can't forget that the old money in this country is old, okay? And I was just like, man, these names, these 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 families, they are still out here. The wealth remains concentrated with these this same handful of folks, y'all. These this same handful of folks. And so I, I was happy that they put it. Yeah, that's on it. and you know it's funny because that was that was you know when you see it, you're like. Wow, you know, like it's it's twenty twenty two, and there's still a Wells Fargo wagon on every corner. Yeah, <laughs> big time. And the, and think about the way that we've been looking forward to like Amazon packages, and and you know, coming during the pandemic. Wow, it's to come. For it was wow. the same way. The whole town was like, "Oh, the delivery wagon's coming, y'all." Same thing. We're just giving that wealth. We're just allowing it to concentrate all the time. Every time. Can I ask y'all this? What do y'all think? And I don't want to start wrapping up because we still got to talk about the music real quick. Yeah, but, and the dancing. But the music and the dancing. But I'm curious, what do y'all think at the end they were trying to portray with everybody switching over? To, like at the end of the movie, there's a point where they just got done playing horribly. And then they come out onto the street and then 
they start transforming into a real band. Was that just a thing they put in there? I or thought it was their imaginations. So here's how I interpreted it. Because remember, it starts out with the kids playing horribly and the parents standing up to say, that's my my child. Play it, baby. You know, and those parents were loving their kids. I remember kids. that part too. We used the, to always laugh at that. Oh my gosh. The parents, I, I wrote some of them down. It's the Linus, play to me, son, play. Yeah, that's why you always make us laugh. Yes, right. You know, and so listen, the parents thought they did a good job. And so what I thought they were showing us was how the the community was seeing the band, not Mm. how it was actually playing out. Mm. But at the end, when it truly was 76 trombones, you know, I thought it was just their imaginations and their, their, their like excitement. What did you think, sis? I actually didn't have any thoughts about really? that part. I'm a lot of you. I was just like, it wasn't weird. You were just like, like, no, because I was just like, it's a musical. Obviously, they're going to go for the band outfits. True and fat ones. I just, True somebody I can't argue with that. But I was like, argue with where that. did all these people in the town come from? Where did all, all those little boys like, come from? What? It's just a, what happened? And I said, the girls got baton outfits. What? Okay. This is none of my business. This is a musical at this point. And I'm like, oh, yes, they have shiny red outfits on. <laughs> That's all I did. That's all I thought. I about. mean, but you know, you're not wrong, though. Cause, cause, That's all because I, about, I thought it was possibly imagination or maybe a time jump. But, and I've always thought about this ever since we were kids. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, just, it's always been one of those things back in my mind, like, whatever. But the only reason why I didn't think it was their imagination was because when he did it, when he when he started off and he transformed, it was like she noticed it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I forget her name that quick. But it was like she, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, Zanita. Mary, the girl. Zanita. Yeah, Zanita, Zanita, Zanita noticed that it changed. She reacted and then looked, and she changed. Yeah. So that was the only thing that made me feel like it might. Have be been like, a time jump or something, or magic, or I, I yeah, don't know. I, I don't know. I was just curious. For I was stick with magic only because it couldn't have been a time jump because the kids were still right. Little, they were, still, they the were same one, age. They were still the same age. Yeah, but that's why I thought it was the imagination because the parents the they they mad, magic they showed us they right. sh- they showed us that the parents already thought it sounded good when we could all hear it couldn't when we right. all when we all heard that it didn't sound good. The parents thought it did. And so that's why I thought they were just letting us see what it looked like. To I like the that town. explanation the best. That's the explanation I'm going with. Because that that was the band you clapped for, not the band they were actually clapping for. Listen, people, you know? the moral of that story is <laughs> believe what you want to believe. Just don't hurt anybody. That's it. That's, but, it. that's it. Just don't hurt but, anyone. But, it was listen. a nice way to end, though, because the other thing that got to happen in that whatever it was, fantasy, time warp, time jump, Whatever it was, we did get to see Harold Hill leading the band, which we know, again, from seeing him in his quiet time, we know that that's something that's actually his dream. And so it wasn't just and the town getting what they wanted. He was it just, was him getting he what, he, just what he wanted. dancing about. And that, and look, this brings a whole other conversation because this movie has no moral... What, what's the thing where you're... you're there's no good moral because <laughs> I just don't feel like Harold Hill 
had a long arc to redemption. It felt like he just got everything he wanted. Yeah, he didn't but give the money back. If, they had, had, if we got to see him give the money back, that would have been And really he got done. the woman, he got the band, he got everything. And it was like, okay, you know, it feels good, but Tell his oldest time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so many people's story. They do whatever you want. You still get all that you want. That's how stuff usually ends up. It's true. It's true. It's, that's it's how just stuff ends up. It's... <laughs> Y'all, there's something else in my notes that has to be read out loud. Okay? okay. Because it was just like, I, I literally stopped rewound and pause the caption to get this okay and it is when all the salesmen at the very top of the movie they were so mad there was there was a tra- at the top of the movie there was a train of of traveling salesmen okay and these are legit salesmen they're trying to sell goods across the land yes and okay dictionary that's right and now there are certain towns that won't even let them in because Harold Hill has pulled his shenanigans there with his fake band. And so all of these salesmen are on this train like, oh, if I ever see him, I'm going to get him. And this one calls him, calls Harold Hill, a bare-faced, double-shuffle, two-bit thimble rigger. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well. Yo, that had me actually laughing. and I, it was that person? one. If there was another one, he said. There was the whole song was full of these really interesting insults that are like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> even saying it out loud slowly, it still doesn't make sense. Bare-faced, double shuffle, two-bit thimble rigger. It's still not a great insult. But he <laughs> was saying it with such anger in his voice. <laughs> Wasn't one, do one at one point, and I meant to write this down, but I didn't have my energy and I had channel. They were up, he said something like, I don't give a, I don't give a, a my mother's petticoat cover or something like Oh, <laughs> bro, the mayor had oh, a I bunch got, of I gotta those. look that I got, I got, bro, I, it the, was the mayor, mayor had a bunch of those where yeah, he was yeah. like making these little sayings that weren't great, yeah, but it was funny. so, they were, they were really yeah, those were funny. funny. Those, those were, were funny. funny. Those were funny. And you know what? That's actually y'all a good segue to the music because right. that was actually the first song that we saw. The very right. first song is the, the salesman on the train. Little do they know that Harold Hill is among them. Right. They don't know. They're sitting there bashing him to high heaven and they don't even know he's right there. And so then they, when they're talking stuff on him, they're like, oh, well, he knows better than to go to Iowa because people in Iowa are not going to fall for his crap. Then the train pulls up in Iowa and he's like, you know what? And then Harold Hill reveals himself and says, oh, hmm, for some reason, I feel like going to Iowa. And then he just like hops off the train. <laughs> he shows them his bed, his suitcase that says Professor Harold Hill. And he hops off the train. And then all of the other salesmen, they're, they're hanging out the train window with their fist wagon. Oh, that thimble rigger. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, obviously yelling at that man because you could clearly just get I was about yeah. to say, because he hopped off. That train that y'all could have hopped off with him. So, they could have just like, grabbed him even. They could have just grabbed right. him and pulled him back in. <laughs> it's like this is not quite the escape that you're no. unless they all had an appointment let's say that they all had an appointment they couldn't be late for so they couldn't get off y'all no they gotta <laughs> get off 
But um, uh, but sis, I was not super impressed with the music in this movie. Okay. Now, now, bro, what makes you say that? Just wasn't I liked um seventy six trombones? Yeah, I liked the one where she was she was singing the um what was it Good Night Good Night My Someone My That's Someone a lovely song that was that was a very yeah nice song but not only was I not super impressed with the music it was a big violator of just having songs that had nothing to do with the plot. Like whenever he would have, whenever he would come up and get the dudes, the four dudes to sing, you know, and they would start singing. It was like, I get the joke, but why are y'all singing a whole song every time? Yeah, That doesn't even have nothing to do with the plot. It doesn't advance Mm -hmm. the plot. And Brent made a, I'm gonna just let you make the, the up the in our text. You made a great observation that irritated me too about how those music school numbers were ending. Listen, it was so annoying that some of them were ending, they were fading to black and there was a, a spotlight. I was like, you're taking me out of them being All in the a town. Out. Because I'm like, they're in, what is it, River City, Iowa. And I'm like, when you do this, it makes me feel like I'm watching a stage musical. And I was like, I'm I'm not watching a stage musical. I'm watching about River City, Iowa. And you keep taking me away from it. Where's the spot I come from? I didn't like that. Okay, so I can see that I need to really help translate this for you both. So what was actually happening? Um, And try to stay with it was the moon um no what was happening in those uh-huh. moments is uh-huh. that we were going deep into the internal Sorry. okay dialogue all okay. right because listen think about we saw it one no. time when she was saying good night my someone this is her this is her innermost thoughts okay what? and so that's what they were basically saying this is not about all this so this you mean Janaya, with the barbershop quartet was on one corner hate, and she was on the other you corner? Hate and... random songs more than any of them. I do. You're, you're, you're the do. one who hates it the most. I do. And I'm no. I, I hate the random songs. I didn't hate the the, the spotlight for for the poignant moment though. No, that was. But I did. I did struggle nerd. with the random songs. And let me just say, they had so many songs from that quartet that I literally looked it up and I said, were they a quartet? I Googled that because mm-hmm. they had to be, and they were. They're a group called the Buffalo Bills. So it's almost like, did they have a contract to get a hundred songs <laughs> in a movie or something? Or maybe those songs they were singing were popular at the time. Or okay, and it was to get it on the soundtrack maybe? But it was just like, come on, Buffalo Bills, we got it. Y'all sound good. Come on. You I would even been okay if they just start singing and walked away every time. Yes. Well, you know what? I, I will say this, like, as much as I was struggling, okay, so so I did struggle with the pointless songs, the songs that were not moving the story along. What I struggled with even more than that was that they had a couple of, of things that they kept doing, which was the overlapping of two songs where it was like, it was like a song that we heard once and then we yes, another song. Yes, and then they would put them together. If you Don't, do that you one did- time, then it's like, oh, see, you're very creative. But then when you did it two times, I was like, what's Why going are we on doing here? this so many times? Like, I like, yo, this, this extended and they this did it multiple by like 30 times. minutes. It did. 
it, it also did. got on my nerves the amount of people that couldn't sing. I mean, I understand that. Well, that's that a great. good point. I was just so frustrated because I was like, okay, we have that every now and then in a musical where a person is talking the words of the song. They're not actually singing, but it just kept happening. And I was like, I'm watching a musical. Give me someone that's musical. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> see the, the whole town. That's music. such a good The whole point. town doesn't have to be in the I wasn't song. blown away. Yeah. Yeah, I was I wasn't, I wasn't, and this is a musical you're supposed to be. Totally. Every time. And I wasn't I wasn't blown away with the dancing either. Yeah. And the the way the choreography, it felt very clumsy. And it wasn't because of how many people were there, because I think the master class is seven brides for seven brides. Absolutely. And I'm gonna just let you know, they had all kinds of people, but when you just saw the mastery of it, and then there were moments like my favorite moment in um uh, or one of my favorite movies is Silver Brothers is when they're first having the face-off. And you remember Kate, you know, between they, the, the Ponipes and the, the Ponipes and the townspeople. Yes. And like the Ponipes. The bright brought, shirts and the brown jackets. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, right. they're working hard not to beat these dudes down. That's who right. Truly deserve beatdowns. That's right. Like get everything they deserve it. But there was one point where they just couldn't take it no more. And they were about to be like, you know what? We're going to the party. We we tried this nice stuff, Millie. And then Millie comes in and interrupts it and gets starts dancing with Kayla. And like that whole dance sequence where they, it was like everybody could dance, but there's levels. You know what I'm yes. saying? I like those points in musicals where, and I didn't get any of those. Where it was like, yeah, this is the group dancing together. But we also got Fred Astaire, you know what I mean? We also totally. got, you know, saying somebody who's about to do. Which that is something that I that was struggling point. with was, I thought that, what what was his name? Robert Peterson, Robert Pearson, the main guy mm-hmm. that was Hill Harper, or what was his name? In okay, the movie? so Harold, Harold Hill, Hill played, <laughs> played Sorry, by Brit. Robert Preston. We knew what you were saying, Brit. I knew. Robert I knew exactly what you <laughs> Keep it moving. Don't even worry about it. Robert Let your haters be emotional. I, I, I thought that he was. Um, I thought that he was Dick Van Dyke. It's similar. I, I, I looked see at him. They do like, kind of look alike. Yeah. Wait, that's not him. And I. I, I, I mean, like the way he. It it reminded me of Dick Van Dyke. It the way did. He, well. When Dick Van well, he and Mary Poppins and his other stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's not the same person." Yeah. Okay, I have a factoid. I this person, I have I a was... factoid about him, sis. That's going to reinforce your like these I people can't really sing. Okay, factoids. so she's so excited right now. <laughs> Before starring in the musical, because Robert P- Preston, he was um in the stage musical first before he was ah, in the movie. Okay? okay, but before starring in that musical. He had never been in a musical before. And in fact, he had never sung a note before. It shows. It shows. Wow. It, shows. it shows. And, um, and you know, I will say like one of the things that I was, and again, what I'm realizing now is that I was doing a lot of convincing myself as I was watching this. We, you go, you all remember um, for My Fair Lady, the, mm. the main guy from My Fair Lady who played yes. Dr. Um, Henry Higgins. 
Thank you, Henry Higgins. Thank you. How could I forget? We know that as an actor, he was not a great singer. And so they gave him that very talking Sing, talk. Exactly. To, to cater to him as an actor, which I appreciate it, which you was know? Fine. And so in this movie, when I first started to see that kind of talking singing that was happening, I thought I was going to try to be okay with it because I was thinking maybe they're going to allow that talking kind of singing to only exist in one Within, space mm, in the movie mm. so that it would be the voice of that space you know so i was like maybe just the salesman the salesman will always be doing that chatty okay right, talk right, right, singing. Right, right and then that'll make sense because that'll be the voice of salesman mm -hmm. right 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 because that's you know now that i've been doing some you know taking writing classes and learning like how to create voice and characters it does make sense to find something, a really unique way to give a voice to a specific community or a specific character. But the fact that they were doing it all over the place and none of them were top-notch singers, it was just, it, it started to feel like something they were trying to do to make up for the fact that nobody could sing real well. You know, and even Marion, the main one. She was you know? okay. She did. She, she, she did a pretty yeah, good job. Yeah, she did good. She did good. She did well. She did good. But I like, it wasn't I thought she like, did I mean, all but right, but I'm not. But gonna, what, I, what I'm not going to do is compare her to like Julie Andrews or something. Oh, so no, that's no, the no, problem. But that's, that's, that's what that's you what expect, ma'am. I'm not going to do it. No, no, you would not be expecting a leading lady. You know, but that's a leading lady voice. Won't be fair. You know, and Debbie Reynolds. Think about Debbie Reynolds. Like she's not up there with them. You know, now I mean, just and, and, for and the audience, who is Debbie Reynolds? From Singing in the Rain. Exactly, Singing there, in the Rain. There were, think about Singing in the Rain. Like <laughs> yes. when the, yes. the 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 um the uh the number when he is dancing with those umbrellas, yes. like that's a leading moment. That's a leading moment. You know what I mean? Like like like, yes. like there was no I I don't remember any of that. Like even like the moment where it should have happened was when he first sang 76 trombones, yes. but it didn't, it was now, cool. I, I liked say, it. I liked it, but I'm saying it definitely wasn't, you know, Gene Kelly. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. You know, but it, I will say they did a good job, in my opinion, in the library scene. And I liked it because I appreciated the acrobatics of it. I agree. People sis. flipping over poles and dancing on tables and, you know, I appreciate Yeah, if you had that. to list them, that, yeah, that would be the that would be like the hard knock life in Annie. You know, like that it, was like yeah, it was. Really and this well is done. something we didn't talk about earlier, just in our conversation about how how he was the rap scallion in this the little boy by him setting on firecrackers. <laughs> um, it was also funny because they wanted them to stop giving out certain books that had like passionate poetry and all this literature. But it was funny because this is how they were like getting their scandal was from books to think about how small this town was and to think about how easy accessible some things are these days. They were reading, they were reading books and getting 
all these different yes, ideas. Thank you for saying To have that. all the children in there, their noses were in these books and now they were looking for scandal, but they were still reading. They were reading so much and having such a good time with just their imagination as going well. To the exactly, going to the library. Like, I, that, I thought know, that that was really interesting. Yes, because that, that. that was a comment on censorship. Mm-hmm. You know, because you all remember. Tag so censorship too. The, the That's another line, It's another one. The storyline behind the library is that it was owned by a rich man that mm-hmm. owned a lot of things in the town. His last Madison. Name was Madison. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of things in the town with his name on it. And he gave the building to the city when he died, but he gave the books to the librarian and gave her a charge to help elevate the culture of the city when he died and giving her those books. And so, yeah. Because he knew if that city would have got a hold of it, a ton of those books would have been burned and thrown away, which I mean, it's still a conversation that's happening today. Absolutely. There are, there are, it's heavy. It's heavy heavy in the conversation. There are a ton of, there are a ton of books that they are taking out of schools that tell the narrative of this country. And they just don't want to put that out there. They want to hide it. And in general, you know, just just people expressing their thoughts or opinions and just getting shut down. You know, it's. I'm just saying that's a very relevant topic still. Absolutely. Just the question of censorship and. So yeah, that's that that's another one. Yeah, that's, that's another. Well, y'all, thing. I made it. I made a couple of notes about, I, and I honestly, I had to make a note about the dance scenes because I thought I would forget them. Okay. Uh, Cause they weren't, they weren't sticking with me to be honest. I had the one that was the 76 trombones at the high school. You remember when he was first introducing this concept oh, yeah. of the, 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 the band and the whole town gets excited about it. And the kids are, you know, everybody's dancing around. There was another one, which was the library. Wait, wait before you go away from that though, I was started. I laughed to myself because I thought about that scene in real life. I said, you see people walking out of this building, marching, and they're just moving their hands, but there's no sound coming out. And I was just like, this is so interesting that I can't think about it like this. I have to think that there's a musical and everyone can hear these instruments that aren't really there. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is, this is hilarious to me. Well, what it was, was it was him introducing imagination to the town. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're seeing there from, from my perspective, because remember yeah. when he first arrived, they wouldn't even chit chat with him. He mm. was like, so what do people do around here for fun? And the guy was like, mind their own business. Right. What he said, I said, wait, <laughs> but y'all seem to know everybody's business because y'all be gossiping. Hold on. Right. Lying. But they weren't, they weren't had the town was not fun. It wasn't mm. feeling good to people. And so the, what he was introducing to them was imagination. It was fun. And so that's where that music was coming from, sis, in their minds. It was like, it was him introducing fun. Exactly. So that's why I said it's a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> it's a musical. Because I was so like, in real life, y'all look strange. And it's <laughs> funny because because you, you say that maybe think of another thing. Because it's like, it's not just, because when he came in, he didn't just talk about the positives from the band. He knows that group think needs an enemy so it's like i need like I'm, he's surveying the town people out of business blah, blah blah but one thing i know if i could get an enemy up in here yeah the pool table that's going to get everybody well you know, once i present the enemy now i can present the 
the you solution. Know the solution. Right. Well, listen though, what we have, which I meant to mention this earlier, but I forgot. You have to have a ride or die friend. Let me tell you, the Shabupi man. I don't know his real name right now. His name. That's um Buddy Hackett, right? The, That's uh, right, Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Listen. That, so I like what, that. What song. was his character in the movie? What was his name? The character in the movie. That friend. He yeah, he, he knew. He was ride or die. As soon as he saw him, he was like, you know, Gregory, what's going on? Da, da, da. He was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, you're still doing the music, man. And like he got. Gregory didn't even have to ask him. Well, Professor here didn't even have to ask him to get on board. He was already Marcellus. On board for it. Buddy Marcellus. Hackett played Marcellus Washburn. Listen, Marcellus was already Gre- on board. He was like, "What do I need to do to help you?" Now he Gre- lives Gre- in this town. That's an interesting town. Lives in this town. That- that's an interesting <laughs> challenge. Well, that in that town. makes me that makes me hate Harold Hill even more because I forgot about that <laughs> because. Um, Marcellus just had a nice life. He going turned away. over he a was new out lead. the game. He turned over a new leaf, and by the end, he's trying to help Harold Hill. Run it wasn't out of even time. by the end; it was immediate. It was immediate. Marcellus did. There was no. He question. hopped right on it. All I'm saying is that all of us need that one friend. That's like if I call you, but to a good person though, to a good person. Listen, like, like listen, Harold Hill. No questions. We no still don't questions. even know his. No, Marcellus. Marcellus knew his real name. He was like, "Hey, Gregory." Gregory, Like, I'm going by Harold Hill now. Exactly. He was like, "Oh, you're still." He was like, "You're doing the music man again." He was like, "Well, I don't know if that's going to work here." And he was like, "But we got Ben." He was like, "What? You got Ben uniforms now?" Like he was sold already. Marcellus was in. He was like, "Well, Mark, you got to help me." Like, what is going on here? He was like, "There's nothing really happening here." Everyone's got. He was like, "Well, we did get a new pool table, and that's where the pool table idea came from." And Marcellus was helping him out the whole time if marcellus did not have his back i don't know if harold hill would have been able to get all done that he did get done oh he would have he would have he would have found a way he did it in all those other cities true like because but i'm just saying he was on it but sis it's so funny that you think of marcellus and say oh look at you being a top-notch friend because when i look at marcellus he's a top-notch friend to evil but he's still a top-notch friend but sis, what he what he for me represented was like, see, that's why you can't trust nobody. Listen, both, point, hey, both of these points are true. Two like things that, can't that's, be true. That's, James that's, always that's, says that, y'all. That's why two things can't be true. Because honestly, that's what made me confused about my feelings on this movie. Yep. Because I'm like, they have a lot of. I like how they handled. A lot of this social commentary. I like how they made people act like real people. I like how everybody had flaws, everybody had strengths. Um, and so, and as much as I hated how Harold Hill made it to the end virtually unscathed <laughs> after years and of got just a boo and got r- a boo ripping through how many towns, and now he's got everything he's wanted. I'm like, but that's how stuff happens. So it's just like that all was interesting to me as a, need movie. a music man too, where the FBI but, comes for Professor Harold. <laughs> yeah, music with man with, with a bucket of tar and a bucket, of, said, feathers. A bucket of feathers. You're gonna get tar and feathers. <laughs> I mean something. Good gracious. I'm more outstanding more tough. Yeah. Let them serve five years and come back out and be okay. But <laughs> He's going to make a say, band in the prison. 
So it's funny because I feel like this movie is so interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm slipping in the vote and I, mode. And I'm going to tell y'all this. I, what, one of the things that I, as a kind of like a closing thought, yeah. is that I hate to say it, but as I was enjoying the movie, I couldn't help but think of people who could do these parts better. You know, oh, so my. you know what? You the, don't open up another kind of words because the whole every, time I was thinking of people, there. it's all there. Cause those, I like those songs. Like you got trouble, you yes. know, I liked 76 trombones, you know, I liked, um, till there was you, you know, I like those songs, but I, they just weren't performed at the level that could make them stick the way you would want them to yeah. you know but they were good songs but they just weren't performed at the level where you would hope they could have been but i will Absolutely. tell you this you saying that they sold that movie for a million dollars to the to tell network tv i said to myself well somebody liked all oh, these awards oh, i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, somebody every, liked every, this i said well this is very this one is tricky y'all i was like this one is tricky because interesting yeah i actually wanted I thought I was going to have a much better experience than I did because I remember how many times we watched it. And I'm like, if we watched it that many times, it has to be one of the better ones. And I remember the overall feeling being good, but like from a music, from an interesting thing to see, I would suggest somebody to watch it from that angle but from a musical perspective, bro, are you in vote mode right now? I think you're heading into vote, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying as a as a as a musical. If if I'm looking at this as a as a piece of history, it's very interesting. And I'm just letting you know the way that they touched on so many of those issues without being a champion for any of them. It was just like, yeah, this is how people are, and like. It was just very interesting to see. But as a musical, it was 30 to 40 minutes too long based That's on long, the content. There was a least, I know there was six or seven songs I could have just cut completely. And then the songs- You didn't need any reprises. Right. And it, you don't need to sing the same songs and twice the crossovers that time. over and over. It was like- Over and over again. You need those crossovers. And Janaya just made the point that it also is kind of frustrating because as a musical fan, you could see how it could have been like it it could have been. Like if we if the three of us really sat down and worked out that cast of who was available at that time, you know, based on all, all the stuff we saw, and just being able to interject a couple of really great numbers, you know what I'm saying? Like for example, if you you could just imagine the um the lead, I, I forget her name that quick, but imagine she's the piano player, she's the piano teacher, and in the library, Marion Marion Peru played by Shirley Jones, right? And so she's also the she's the librarian, but she's also a piano teacher, right? So because that's was the whole thing. I got to get past the real musician. Just imagine a, a moment where maybe she was singing about that loneliness or whatever she was communicating in front of the piano, in it. front of the music mm. man or something. It would have just been 
Yeah. Making him understand. Like that would have been a great moment. So it's like this had all the bones for a great musical, but it just. Yeah. I still don't know. We're about to vote. I, we I'm are. We know we are voting. I'm yeah. not sure what's happening. Yeah, yeah. we are. Right. You go are first. You? I'm going last. Whoa, I mean, he's I mean, never done that before. We, we can we can switch that up. You right? it's, it's, it's season. Three. I need thirty it's more seconds. Three. Let's do it. Listen, let's, let's start it. with Britney. All right. Well, I will tell you. Um, I didn't have any nostalgia for this movie because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Me neither. <laughs> any of it, and that's why. As I like think, it, you, it, it hit a couple, <laughs> a couple nostalgia buttons. Not like even the that, well, that Sarko, I got this. I come down the street. <laughs> yeah, we, no we matter how many times you sing it, Janaya, no. no. We used to laugh at that. Is that? No. It was like, but, but yes, that's a great. It didn't. And I'm just, you know, I, and I wanted, y'all know, I always think about, am I going to let my kids watch this? You know, that like, these children that don't exist right now, like, if, if <laughs> I have them, I'm going to be like, sit down. This is my childhood. You're watching. Right, right, like, right. This is not the music, right? It's the music man would not come to mind. It just wouldn't. And it wasn't that it was some horrible movie. Right, but right, the right. the information, even the stats that Janiah gave in terms of how many awards they won, all this different stuff. I was really shocked because I was like, this is this can't be one of the better musicals. And so um, yeah, but with all that being said, I I enjoyed it, but it definitely um, does not get my conductor stick. Well, I will tell y'all, I mean, like, like Brittany said, it's like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it didn't draw me in. Mm-mm. I felt the whole 13 hours of this movie. Okay. It was, the- <laughs> it's two and a half. It was, it was two and a half hours, but it was too long. It was yeah. too long. <laughs> And, um, and what I really needed was something to be awesome. It like, if there was like some awesome dancing, I, I feel like it would, it would tip me over, you know, the scale a little bit. If there was some awesome singing. And I think the the one really great singer we had here was Shirley Jones as Marion Peru, yeah. Yeah. but even her. I would not put at the level of some of these other leading ladies that we have seen. Mm-hmm. She did a very good job. Though, and she also had some beautiful songs to sing, she you did. know? So, but again, it just, it just. And she did great acting as well. She now, did I will say that. Cause you know what? One thing about her is she is a better actor than some of the leading ladies that we have talked about. Absolutely. This is true. You Which know, it makes you wonder. Though. What if is I had a sacrifice, it's a musical, but if- I was sacrificing the acting for a mm-hmm. musical. Yeah, I'm sacrificing the acting before singing. If it's a musical, that's a good point. I can see that, but she's definitely a stronger but actor she was a strong- than some of yes. our favorite singers yes. from musicals. Yes. You yes. know, um, and I gotta say, it was shout the- out to Jolie Andrews. You have both. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you do. You're you do. a great actress and singer. All right, done. The <laughs> the 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 way that the central love story was portrayed y'all to me it was so special you know I was like man it's like to have the woman be able to say you know what I'm just going to be present in this moment I'm going for the ride that's a relatively modern way of thinking about 
you know, love and sex and all those things to just be in the moment, to not put all the pressure on it, take it for what it is, ride it on out. And she was in that, you know? And I was just like, that's, that's really special, you know? And like I said earlier, y'all, there were some songs I really like, like, you know, I like 76 trombones that Mm -hmm. you got trouble at the top. I, I I enjoyed that greatly, but I also think that the actor. What do you talk? Who, what do you talk? Yes. <laughs> yes. Gotta got territory. Yeah. yeah. Good night, my someone. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh man, and and the the, the till there was you. Those are beautiful songs. So I can see why it won for like best score because of those hits. Um, but I also think those songs could have been frankly just perform better by other people so y'all this is hard and there's no one else for me to pass it to where i would say i'm not ready to vote yet let someone else go i can't i can't i've given enough time have, I, i'm just gonna do it bro i'm just gonna do it i can't make this movie a classic and i am though going to make till there was you a classic song hmm. and i am going to make are we showing out in season three? Yeah, I'm Ooh. going to make, and I'm going to take I'm going to make Good Night My Someone and 76 Trombones. Those are three classic songs. But this movie. Look, look we're gonna let that one slide. This okay, movie is, this not, is not it does not, not get precedent. It does not get I think conductor. I think it is. No, we're not gonna to start. No, she because that gives us too much leeway. No, no, that gives us too much leeway. It does not get my conductor stick. Look, because now we'll start. We'll do too much parsing. It's yeah, too we'll much start parsing. parsing. And we'll start, we'll, there'll be movies that it's we should just. It's a slippery slope. It should be straight, not classics. Yeah, and we'll be you, like, but I like this scene. That's so right. So this scene will be, look, we're not even going. Thank you, thank you, bro. Thank you for we'll that. Let this you one know what? Four, act seven is a classic. <laughs> Yes, from, from timestamp sixteen twenty to to eighteen twenty three. <laughs> no, no, bro. Thank you for just challenging me to live in our in our format. No, I thank no, you for no, that. No, we're gonna because and it, it is it, not it is not a classic for me. It is, does not get my conductor stick. Yeah, it, it was, just um, can't. And I wanted it. To, I wanted to give it. I wanted I to give. This, it. I thought this one was in a bag. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I, I was like, I didn't realize I didn't remember the movie until I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And I just, Man. I thought this was just going to be in the bag, like, like, I, because we've seen it so many times. Yeah. And then as soon as I started watching, like, if we saw it that many times, why well, don't I remember this plot? I remember Crazy. all the other plots. And then I'm starting to watch it, and like, I'm feeling like it's long. And there's there's movies that's longer. My Fair Lady takes two tapes, but like, I'll watch that. No, I can I can go yeah, watch that right it's now. A really good, no point, problem. Bro. Like no problem. It's a good, and it, good point. it's just it just felt like you know how you watch something you start getting hot like God, dog, this is over yet. Totally. You know and uh, the yeah, I was torn just because it was like it's very interesting, and there's a lot of interesting points, but as a musical, I just cannot say this is a classic. Well, there you have it, folks. That is zero conductor sticks, meaning that the music man is not a classic from the right perspective. Thank you for joining us, y'all. Thank you for being a part of season three. It's we're having such a good time. We're so happy for your for your support. We thank you. 
Love you, bro. Love you, sis. Love you guys. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.